This is the Legal Hands to the Face podcast with Bill Calarulo. What's up, everybody? What's up? Welcome back to another Legal Hands to the Face podcast. As always, I'm your host, Bill Calarulo. We are only 11 days away from the NFL draft. It's an exciting time, especially as an Eagles fan. We have two first-round draft picks. I said it last week. I feel so bad for those fan bases that have no first-round draft pick. Actually, I don't feel bad at all. We are very lucky. We have Howie Roseman, who just seems to be a master when it comes to trades and acquiring picks. And we'll see what he does this coming draft. Just a refresher, we have two first-rounders, number 10 and number 30. We have one second-rounder at number 62, one third-rounder at number 94, and we have two seventh-round draft picks. Guys, there are some things I want to talk about today, but before we get into it, just a reminder, be sure to check us out on all our social media channels. We're on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Give us a like, give us a follow, give us a share. We started this really about a week or two before the Super Bowl this year, really getting strong into our social media presence, and the support has been phenomenal. You guys are awesome. The followers keep coming, and we appreciate it. Please like, follow, share. The more Eagles fans we could reach, the better. But let's jump right in. Before we get into what we usually talk about right now is about draft picks and things of that nature, I put an Instagram video up, and we talk about all the time Jalen Hurts and the intangibles that this guy brings. But if you didn't see it on Instagram, I'm going to play a clip. Ndamukong Sue, a 13-year veteran, a guy who's played with quarterbacks like Tom Brady and Matt Stafford and Ryan Tannehill, he was asked on Rich Eisen's podcast about Jalen Hurts and just listen to what he had to say. Hurts rank amongst teammates for you. I mean, He's up there, but I got a lot of respect for that kid. Just being around him for... 10 to 15 weeks just seeing him work very special and he is a tireless worker so i got a lot of respect for a guy at that age to have that type of focus and determination uh he's gonna be in this league for a long time well, i mean but are there any similarities between him and brady their work ethics and the determination to push other people around them mm -hmm. in a positive manner and the one thing i really like about Jalen, the way he leads is by example versus by always talking and yelling Tom was a little bit more boisterous, uh, which rightfully so. Jaden likes to pull guys to the side, have those conversations, but also at the same time can address the entire group. Man, we talk about it. It's what we expected as Eagles fans. But when you hear a guy like Nadama Kinsu, who's been in the NFL for this long, talk about Jalen Hurts in that regard and comparing him to Tom Brady's leadership ability, this is the reason why, you know, as Eagles fans, we get so excited. You know, Cowboys fans, Giants fans, they love to just try to bring us down and talk about, oh, you thought this about Carson Wentz. No, we didn't. As good as Carson Wentz was, we never heard stories coming out of, out of that locker room like you hear about Jalen Hurts, about how hard he works and that ability to lead. And that is why we are going to be in good hands for a very long time. And that's why Jalen Hurts is on the verge of getting a very big contract. Still no news about that contract. I'm not nervous. I know that both sides want to get something done. We'll see how that goes. I still think he's going to get upwards of over $200 million guaranteed. I think they already know what the numbers are going to be. It's just a matter of how they structure it so that it's the most team-friendly. Guys, I mentioned earlier about trying uh, following us on our social media. I put on my Instagram story a question, said, hey, what topics do you want us to discuss? And a couple of you responded, so we're going to get right into it. This one came from Ethan Bryden. 
and he wanted to know what should the Eagles do to fill out their wide receiver room, and are there any draft options? Well, unfortunately, as much as I wish that they would do something to improve that number three wide receiver, I don't think that they're going to. You know, everybody had such high hopes for Quez Watkins coming into this season that he was really going to take that leap. When you have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith garnering as much attention as they do, we were all hopeful Quez Watkins would take another step forward and really be a good third option at that wide receiver position. And he didn't have a great year. He only had 33 catches, 350 yards. He had some real costly mistakes. If you remember that fumble he had against the Washington Commanders, then that big drop in Super Bowl 57 that really could have changed the outcome of that game. But if you listen to what Nick Sirianni had said about Quez Watkins, Nick Sirianni was recently at the owners' meetings in Phoenix, Arizona, and he was asked about Quez Watkins. I'm going to play that clip for you. But if you listen to this, it doesn't really feel like they are thinking about moving on from him as their wide receiver three. Listen to what Sirianni had to say. Quez, yeah, I mean, Quez did a lot of things that – that really affected the game that aren't show don't show up in the stat sheet right with how he stretches the field um you know a lot of the balls that aj caught over the middle if you look at the tape you see quez running through the middle of the field to pull a safety out of there and to really stretch the field to make sure that the 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 window is open there and so the opportunity i would say the difference this year and last year was opportunity he didn't have as many opportunities, right? And, and we try to be upfront about that as much as we can and say, hey, this pass game runs through them, and Quez, you're going to have to do this and make you know, plays when it's, it's time to make plays. And so I think what he was probably frustrated with is that he didn't make the amount, the amount of plays that he made last year. He did have some timely plays for us, um, it, it, but sometimes – you know what happens is when there's a where's a play with the with everything on the line you throw you throw it to AJ you throw it to Dallas you throw it to Devonte. That's not an indication that we don't trust Quez. It's just an indication that you know our pass game runs through those three guys. And and so you know I know Quez uh, you know wanted to make some of the plays that he felt like he didn't. Um, I I think also what he's saying there is he's he's taking ownership and accountability of him getting better and not looking at anybody else and that's what you want from your team to everybody to look in the mirror and say how do I get better so when you listen to Sirianni it doesn't sound like this is a guy that they want to move on from and he's only going to count 2.8 million dollars against the cap next year He's in the final year of his deal. I don't think that the Eagles do anything drastic. You have a guy like A.J. Brown who set the receiving yards record as an Eagle last year. You have your number two, really a wide receiver 1A, and Devontae Smith who set a receptions record for wide receivers in an Eagles uniform last year. And you still have Dallas Goddard at tight end. So I don't think the Eagles are going to lock up a lot of their resources in the wide receiver position. But if you take a look at the draft, you know, are there guys that could be drafted by the Eagles to help that wide receiver room? Well, there's a few wide receivers that are definitely going to go in that first round that I don't think are going to be there when the Eagles draft at number 30. And I would be absolutely shocked if the Eagles used their number 10 pick on a wide receiver. But you look at some of these top wide receivers, Jackson, Jackson Smith, Najigba from Ohio State, he's going in the top 10, maybe at most the top 15 he falls to, but I don't think you see the Eagles get him. You have Zay Flowers out of Boston College. I think he's going in the top 25. Jordan Addison out of USC, top 25, and Quentin Johnson 
out of TCU in the top 25. But a name to look for, Jalen Hyatt out of Tennessee. Could he be available at number 30 for the Philadelphia Eagles? This guy is a very intriguing prospect. He's six feet tall, 176 pounds. He ran the 40 in 4-4. He's an absolute burner. He reminds me a lot of Deshaun Jackson. As Eagles fans, we know what d can do to a defense by really being able to take off the top of a defense. It opens everything up, and that's what this guy Jalen Hyatt can do. And what's crazy is if you watch his tape, even though he's on the lighter side at 176 pounds, he does block on the outside, which is a very important element to this Philadelphia Eagles offense. Your wide receivers have to be able to block so that running game can continue to succeed. But in 2022, the numbers jump off the page for Jalen Hyatt. He had 67 catches, 1,267 yards. He averaged 18.9 yards a catch and get this, 15. 15 touchdowns. He was the Fred Beletnikoff Award winner for the best wide receiver in the nation. He was a unanimous All-American. You know, where this guy really needs to work on, he just needs to become a better route runner. But that can be taught. You know, something coaches say all the time, my high school coach said it, my college coach said it. You can't teach fast, and this guy is fast. You could teach him how to run routes. You could teach him you know, how to block better and different techniques, but you can't teach speed, and this guy has a lot of it. So if the Eagles are going to take a wide receiver with a high draft pick, I don't think they take one of the top four receivers that's going to require their number 10 pick, but be on the lookout. Jalen Hyatt out of Tennessee at number 30 could be a real intriguing prospect. So another, so that answers, uh, what was it? Ethan Brighton, that answers your question about the wide receiver room, I hope. But going on, I got two people who reached out. Pat Flynn and Reeves1911 underscore wanting to know, is there any chance the Philadelphia Eagles could make a trade for Arizona safety Buda Baker? If you've heard in the news, Buda Baker makes a request from reports. Ian Rappaport is the first one to report it, that he wants to be traded out of Arizona. Well, first of all, let me say it's not going to happen, okay? I would love to see it happen. It's not going to happen. But Buda Baker is an absolute playmaker at the safety position. He's only 27 years old. He's a five-time pro bowler. He's a two-time first-team all-pro. He was a second-team all-pro once, and the guy is durable. Out of a possible 98 games, he's played 93 of them but it's not going to happen. And the reason it's not going to happen, it was just recently reported that the reason he has asked for a trade is because he wants a new contract and he wants to be the highest paid safety in the league. He still has two years left on his deal. He makes $13 million in 23, $14.2 million in 2024. The Eagles, even if they wanted to pay him that much, they don't have the cap space, but they're just not going to do it. You saw they didn't bring back Chauncey Gardner-Johnson for even $6.5 million. That's what Chauncey Gardner got when he went to Detroit. One year, six point five. If Buda Baker is not happy with $13 million and $14.2 million, he's definitely not going to be happy for whatever the Eagles can afford to pay him. Now, I know Howie Roseman has his ability to really make magic happen, and he can structure these contracts. Just knowing the Eagles and how they value the safety position, I cannot imagine that they're going to pay that much money for a guy who is already unhappy with his deal when he's one of the top paid safeties in the league as it is. 
So Jonathan Gannon leaves Philadelphia. He goes to Arizona. He's already got his hand full, hands full. They got to figure out what are they doing with DeAndre Hopkins on the offensive side of the ball. He's probably got to get traded. What are they now going to do with Buda Baker? He's requesting a trade. So good luck, Jonathan Gannon. But I don't see any chance that Buda Baker comes to Philadelphia. So that answers the Instagram questions, guys. Give us a follow. Give us a like on Instagram. I'll be posting a lot of those things on my story so you could reach out and say, hey, talk about this topic or that topic. But let's take a look at a couple of draft prospects that could be names you hear called when the Philadelphia Eagles are on the board. We previously talked about some edge rushers, Nolan Smith, Lucas Van Ness, guys that could really get after the quarterback. Well, here's another edge rusher that the Eagles could potentially take at that number 10 pick if he is there, and that's Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech. This guy is a beast. He's 22 years old, 6'6", 276 pounds. He didn't run the 40 at the combine, but he did put up 23 reps on the 225-pound bench. In 2021, he played 13 games. He had seven sacks. In 2022, he played only 10 games because of a foot injury, had another seven sacks. This guy is an absolute physical specimen. Specimen. What did I say there? Physical specimen. But this guy is an absolute physical freak. His upside is off the charts as to what he will be able to do if he can grow into his size and really start to develop a more professional pass rush. Sometimes you'll see his weaknesses are he plays a little bit upright. He needs to get better with his hands. Because of that, he may fall to the Eagles at number 10. You may see Seattle take him earlier than that. But if the Eagles don't get Jalen Carter and they decide not to go with a Nolan Smith, this guy could be an absolute beast. And if he can really learn from some of these guys that the Eagles have, Asan Reddick, Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham, on how to become a professional pass rusher in the NFL, watch out because he could cause a lot of problems. Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech. Now, another guy, if they decide not to go defensive line with their number 10 pick, there's another very intriguing prospect that could be there at number 30 for the Eagles, and that's edge rusher B.J. Ojulari out of LSU. He is only 21 years old. In only 31 games at LSU, he had 16 and a half sacks, 25 and a half tackles for loss. He's just all over the field. B.J. Ojulari. He's got a great pass rush. He's on the smaller side. That's the reason he may still be there at number 30 when the Eagles pick. He's 6'3". He's only 244 pounds, and he is still very, very raw. He needs to develop more of a professional pass rush, and he has to get better against the run. But from everything I'm reading about this guy, he is a great teammate. And if you've listened to Nick Sirianni talk at all over the last couple of years as the Eagles coach, Culture is so important to them. They want to bring in not only good football players, but good teammates and good guys in that locker room. And everything you read about B.J. Ojolari is that he is just a great dude and a great teammate. So if he is there when the Eagles pick at 30, you may see them call his name. But if I'm being honest here, I would be shocked if the Eagles actually use that number 30 pick. I have a feeling knowing Howie Roseman, knowing how much he loves to trade picks, that if they're going to do anything, they're going to trade out of that number 30 position. I think it's a lot less likely that they trade up. 
I think that they probably trade back into the second round to accumulate some more draft picks because we know he loves to do that. They only have one second round pick and one third round pick. So if they can accumulate some picks by moving down, unless they're really in love with a guy at number 30, you'll probably see them move out of the first round and acquire some picks. But we're going to find out soon enough. We're only a, a little over a week away from the NFL draft. Guys, as always, I always give you the reminder, if you like the podcast, leave us a review, share it with your friends. The more Eagles fans we can reach, the better. We'll be coming to you every single week with more podcast episodes. And as always, we'll be posting daily on our social media channels. So be sure to check us out. And as always, go Birds!